This is How Did I Get This Far? And this is the second and final part of the podcast collaboration. In part one, the Tea with Tash podcast host and I discussed why we created our podcasts, how we started these journeys, and what I do for work outside of podcasting. Here is the rest of the conversation, and stay tuned at the end for an announcement. Okay, but what about you? I know, I mean, we had talked a little bit about what you do for work, and that's when I realized that you have so many layers to you because you do not have a job I would have thought you had connecting with you initially <laughs> through podcasting. So do you, do you want to talk a little bit about what you do outside of podcasting? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So technically, I'm called a phlebotomist, goes around the entire hospital and draws all the blood work. So like if someone were to come in with a trauma or something, my, me and my coworkers would be the first people there drawing blood work, sending that up to the lab and getting everything analyzed. So that's my team. So I've actually been working the entire time during COVID um, and I'm actually a full-time worker. So I have a full-time job on top of this podcast <laughs> and um, it's a lot. I'm definitely starting to feel like the COVID exhaustion where yeah. at first it was just like, go, go, go. Like we have things to do. We need, like, I've been working a lot of overtime lately and just trying to keep my head above water because I'm so tired. Yeah. Um, but it's a good job. It's something that I actually wanted to do right out of high school, but I ended up going to college for two years, which didn't work out for me. So I ended up taking a year off doing the program and this program's only six months. So did the program, got a job right away, and I've been doing it ever since. It's fun. I have a lot of friends that work like with me at the hospital, and we're all kind of the same age, so we kind of have a lot of the same life experiences going on, which is kind of nice. But yeah, it's just a hospital job. I mean, not just a hospital job, but it's a very important job. I definitely think that we should be getting paid more than what we are, and I'm not just saying that because everybody wants to get paid more, and that's you know everyone's goal, but as a lab employee and like technically the other name I would be called as a lab assistant, we do so much more than just drawing blood. We deal with, not to be gross, but we deal with all the urines and all the stools and anything that comes down from a ward, we deal with. And during the pandemic, we had to fight to get um, pandemic pay. So here in Canada, we were actually, the nurses were awarded a pandemic pay, which was an extra something amount of dollars an hour. And the lab wasn't, but everybody else was getting it. So we actually had to fight. We had to do like a petition and do all this stuff. And we ended up getting the same as them. So that was kind of nice. But we think we should be paid that all the time because what we do is so underrated and nobody knows about us. <laughs> like yeah. some people are like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a lab assistant. They're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I do full time. Um, but yeah, like you said, I have a lot of layers to me. I've done a lot in my short time here on earth. Um, but I've always been a very, not to like toot my own horn, but I've always been like a very well-rounded person. Like I always did sports. I always had my hands in a lot of different pots. I played hockey and from hockey, I would go straight to dance. Like I was just a full-time athlete. And I just, when I graduated, I felt like I had a missing creative outlet which is what dance and hockey did for me and not just on a moving my body physical level the mentality like you if anything that this podcast has taught me as well is a lot of mental health I'm very blessed I don't have depression or anxiety or any of those severe and real issues but sometimes I have waves of them where I wouldn't classify myself as like clinically depressed but 
I do have moments where I'm like, oh my God, like this feels like what I mm-hmm. think depression would feel like. And since I started the podcast, I feel like I felt more like myself than I have in the last five years because I have this creative outlet. I enjoy it. And I'm thinking about going back to dance because I actually really loved it. I love moving my body. I did coach hockey for a few years, but now because of my schedule at work, I don't have the time for it. And hockey is a big commitment. Um, I assistant coached like a very dear friend of mine for two years and it's a lot of work. It's almost like teaching, except it's not paid. So, (laughs) so it's all volunteer, but yeah, I have a lot of layers and that's what I hope to peel back one every episode that I do. So that's kind of my connection to it all is even though not a lot of people can relate to things that I do, even in the hospital, like if I told you horror stories of like people who have come in or people who help patients talk to us and stuff like that, like you guys would just be absolutely horrid by it. But then I come home and do this podcast and I feel better. (laughs) But you have so much to be proud of doing something like that. Like as much as I, you know, I love my job and it's cool. Like ultimately I, you know, I try to remind myself, like I am bringing an amazing opportunity to someone. So there is great value in what I do, but I know that that is not really comparable to the things that someone like you does. So, so much credit to you. And I think it's very admirable. So thanks for taking on that job. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's a lot of, I have like to have a lot of fun. That's all I do. Like when I walk in, even though I'm exhausted, tired, or I'm in a mood, um, I somehow muster up the energy to like be fun or funny at work because we all in a way, go to work and get away from our real lives for eight hours a day. Normally. (laughs) Normally. But especially for us who all work in the hospital, like if you're not laughing, you're crying. And like, we just don't have time to cry. So (laughs) we got people coming in. We don't have time. So I try to make it fun. And I feel like I have a really good, I mean, I've worked at, this is my second hospital. I just transferred over to it in January. And I was really nervous about taking this position because this hospital was not my first choice. But I'm really happy that I made the choice now. And I've made a lot of like really good, I think, lifetime friends. um, And they all know who they are. And yeah, so that's my job. Well, I love that the podcast definitely helps you, especially with like your mental health, especially right now. I'm normally very happy, upbeat. Like this is how I normally am. And there have definitely been moments where I'm just like, I can't believe this isn't over. I'm just feeling so like it's a weird mix of there's nothing to do and also what's about to happen. It's just everything and nothing at the same time. And it's, it weighs so heavy on, I'm sure everybody, but I have, I'm very blessed as well. I don't have anything that I feel like I can't overcome or that, you know, I have a lot already, but it is starting to get to me too. And normally I, you know, can talk my way or think my way through any negative thoughts, but this, this is tough time. Like, yeah, I actually did an episode in September called the stresses of September because every year, at the beginning of the year, it would be like in high school, I would, you would start school. I would go back to full time, like three times a week, ice times and dancing almost 40 hours a week. And I loved it when I was in the thick of it. But when I just started every year, I would have a mental breakdown. And my mom just knew that it would happen every year. And still to this day, I get it. And I'm not even doing as much as I used to. But this year, because of COVID I'm exhausted. Like you can't go anywhere. So you can't get away from it. Doesn't matter where you go. It's, you have to always wear a mask. You have to always wash your hands. The sanitizer is killing my hands. (laughs) Like 
and just a lot of like personal stuff. Like I've mentioned on my podcast, like my grandfather passed away last year and it was just, it was a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't, um, not that I don't deal with grief very well, but I've had a lot of situations in my life where I just, it doesn't sit well with me. And I don't think it's well with anybody, I'm sure. Um, but the way I deal with it is I, I don't until I have to. Um, and that came out in that episode. I think I hysterically cried that entire episode. <laughs> but at the same time, what I liked about it is that I know I'm not the only person who feels that right. way. So I'm just hoping there's like one person out there who's like, oh, I'm so glad she's saying this. This is exactly how I'm feeling. And I had a lot of feedback after like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, I'm good. I just needed to get it off my chest. Yeah. And you have this resource to use. And I love the fact that you were willing to be vulnerable and open like that because totally. it gives someone else who might feel like they're alone going through the same thing to know that totally. they're not. And somebody's willing to be there, whether, you know, if it's a recorded episode or right. any other way. Like, I think that's that's amazing. I think that's one of the beauties yeah. of podcasting. There's actually one girl that I follow. Um, I'm dying to have her on my podcast because she's a really cool chick um, and she's an influencer based in Canada, but she's not in um, British Columbia. I think she's in Saskatchewan, if you know where that is. Um, her name's Nicole Zajic, I think. Um, and she talks a lot about mental health on her Instagram, like to the point where she had made a small comment about something and someone obviously called her out on it. The way she handled it was so classy and the way that she like approached the situation, hysterically crying, might I add, but just the fact that you're willing to put that out there. Like if someone were to call me out on that, I wouldn't know on a social media basis how I would even react. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not at that level of fame yet, <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly, I've always been that chick that like, I don't give a shit what other people have to say about me, but sometimes I do. And like, that would bother me. I actually remember kind of taking on that risk. My podcast launched end of May and the Black Lives Matter movement totally. really kicking off a lot in early June. And that was when I was going to release my second episode was around then, and there was this talk of this, like, Blackout Tuesday where nobody was going to release any content, release new music, release anything that day, and just leave it to a day of silence for everything else so that Black voices can be heard and so that people can start doing more research on something that has been pretty much ignored. And so I'm thinking, okay, I just started this platform. I'm sure not a lot of people are really listening yet, so I don't need to do anything, but I feel like I should, and I think this will motivate me to do more and to be better. But then I was like, who do I think I am, though? It was a very a big internal struggle. And ultimately, I had decided to do an episode and I had a guest with me um, so that we could kind of compare our notes, our research. Um, and it was a black role model I had growing up and so that I had that perspective. So I wasn't thinking that I knew all. Um, and we just had a conversation. Yeah. And we, we spoke about that on the phone when we were um, kind of figuring out our episode. And I mentioned to you that I didn't know what to do. Right. Um, and I have African-American cousins that are blood to me. And I didn't know what to do or what to say or how to post without being offensive. And it's such a touchy subject that you just, anything now can be taken out of context. So, uh, and what I did is I just posted a bunch of links that I was supporting and expressed to my followers, like, feel free to support. This is what I'm doing. I did not release an episode because I didn't want to say the wrong thing, but I wanted to be supportive at the same time. So I just did what I felt was right. But that's definitely a good idea is to have someone that you look up to. And I didn't even think to do that. 
but yeah, so everybody go check out that episode. I'm sure that's really good. Yeah, it's uh, it's called, I believe I called it a conversation on Black Lives Matter. Um, it was one of my, as I said, one of my first episodes, if you can believe it, a lot to take on for someone who's just starting. But again, proud of it. And uh, if anyone does want to listen, fantastic. But honestly, just take some time to do some research is, I think, really important. Or have a conversation with someone. Totally. Um, but since we are talking about uh, figuring out how to navigate our podcasts, I know we kind of talked about it in the beginning. I think there's still a couple more things to cover before uh, we end here. So maybe let's talk about like some of our rookie mistakes or some of our highlights. Like, What were some big moments for you that you were either very educational or you just look back and think, oh, man, this was a moment where, like, I got this. Like, I'm on to something here. Yeah. Um, honestly, that moment came for me, like, a couple weeks ago. Long story short, I use an app to record my episodes. And at first, um, there's actually a, a cool little thing that you can, like, send the link to your friend or your guest. And the guest will be linked to your episode through the app, which is fabulous. But at that point... I don't know if it was my Wi-Fi or whatever. And I just had this guest and it just kept cutting out. It was so annoying. Um, so now I don't really use the app to record unless it's transferring from Zoom to the app. I only record on the app if I'm by myself or I'm with a friend um, where I know the Wi-Fi won't cut out. <laughs> Wi-Fi has been a huge issue for me. I hate technology <laughs> so much. I can't say that into my mic close enough because I hate it so much. At first, I did an episode with my brother, and one mic worked and one didn't. So one person sounds super far away, and some, and then I sounded super close. And for him to come on the podcast, I had him on for, like, National Sibling Day, um, where we just yeah. talked about our childhood and stuff like that, yeah. And then nobody could hear him. And it was so annoying because I literally had to pull teeth for him to do it. So that's my rookie mistake is my mics. But my aha moment, I'll call it, is a couple weeks ago, I actually interviewed this really cool girl. Her name's Ashley Ray, and she runs a meditation bead slash product business. It's called Mala Collective. Um, she's based here in Vancouver, but she works in Bali and all those cool like places. So she came on and there was no video to her Zoom. And for some reason, I felt so comfortable with that because it was similar to a phone call. And I just was ripping out questions, like not even from my material that I had prepped, but just out of my head. And afterwards I had finished the interview and I sat back and I was like, I just killed that interview. Like that was one of my best interviews and knock on wood since then I've been having like a really good streak. <laughs> and then like last week when I did my first one-on-one -on -one interview with Sydney, I mean, she was so gracious because she's the one who pushed for like, no, we need to do this in person. Like the chemistry is way better. And I was like, well, disclaimer, like I work in a hospital. I totally get if you feel uncomfortable. She's like, I'm good if we're socially distant, which perfect. Cause at the studio, there's actually like a big table that was like pretty much socially distant. So it was perfect. I said, feel free to wear a mask, like do whatever you want to be comfortable. If that's what you want to do to do live, like I'm totally into it. Um, so I'm just really grateful for those moments because I feel like if you listen to my first couple episodes, I'm very reserved. I don't know what to say. And I actually had like one of my best friends, Nicole, reach out to me and she's like, what is going on with you? Like, you are not like this in person. And that really resonated with me because she's known me for over 10 years for sure. And she's like, this is not you. You sound way too reserved and you are not a reserved person. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So I think I had a mental breakdown and then I was okay. But I just came on that next episode and I was just, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. 
So yeah, that's like mine. In the first couple months, or maybe I think the first month I did this podcast, I actually reached out to a local medium. Aside from talking to, of course, like grandparents and people who have passed, I wanted to hear what she thought about like me and my energy and what I wanted to do. The first thing she said right off the bat, I've never met this woman, um, but the interview I did with her for my podcast, again, Wi-Fi wasn't working lights were flickering like it was the craziest experience to the point where like my podcast completely got cut off and I had to like edit it and I was like okay guys you're not gonna believe me but this is gonna sound crazy and my iPad doesn't work and like nothing works right now yeah like my airpods weren't working and I thought okay like I'll go on data like literally nothing but as a thank you she did a reading for me And I actually recorded it and I asked her like one day if I could use it as a filler episode kind of. I think I did it in like August that I posted it. And she's like, do you have a platform? And I was like, no, she's like, but you will. She's like, we just did your podcast. She's like, just keep doing what you're doing. Everything you're doing right now is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And like, I see nothing but good things for you. And I was like, okay, great. So that's kind of- Love it. You know, it's kind of nice when you hear it from somebody else other than your mom. Like, as much as I love my mom, (laughs) I love her. Um, You know, my mom's come on the podcast. I have an episode with her for Mother's Day. And the support means so much. And you just, to hear it from somebody else other than family or other than a friend who you see all the time who's naturally supportive, it just kind of hit me in a different spot. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. But what was that moment like for you? Because it's so nice. I mean, I'm sure it's nice for you to hear mine, but I would love to hear yours. I would say for a moment that was kind of hard for me, I had submitted my podcast to a contest, you know, one of those big time contests, like I probably won't hear back, but I really believe in what I did. And I didn't make it into the top 10. And as much as of course I didn't, like the chances are small. I was like, I don't know what this means. Like, does this mean that I'm not onto something or does this just mean this isn't the path for me? And of course, I convinced myself like something better is to come. But that was hard for me because I was like, I really believe in what I'm doing and I know I'm onto something and this company is going to be so lucky to have it. And then I didn't get it. And that I had to kind of build myself back up. But then I was like, you know what? I have all this content that I put together for a pitch that now is mine and helped me kind of organize my thoughts, my goals. And as much as this company didn't want it, I know, I still know that this will grow And that I do believe in this no matter what. And the best part to me is just connecting with new people. It is so worth the effort because you just are connected to a whole new world of people. And it's it's so cool. And I can't wait till this pandemic's over and I can actually see these people in person. Yes. Yes. I'm totally the same. And I've always been like that person in high school who was friends with everybody. So for me to reach out to people it's nothing for me. Like that part doesn't bother me, but I did have a good question that just came to my head is what do you do? And just cause I need advice in this particular area, but when you're not motivated to do the content or to finish the episode and just cause you're tired and you just want to chill, like what gets you out of that funk? Because I find sometimes it's a couple days worth of waste for me I'll say like this week I kind of went through it where I'm like oh my god I'm so tired I have so much to do I can't get out of my head like I'm nervous I don't know why but I have this podcast and I'm doing so well like I have nothing to be nervous about like how do you get out of that funk that is a great question 
there's a lot of times where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I need to edit this episode and then I need to make this content and then I need to do this. And that, I mean, that weighs a lot on me. But then I think this is a goal I set for myself and I want to do this. I put this on myself because this is something that I think can bring me joy, help other people, have a purpose, grow to be something that I would love to keep dedicating more time to. And ultimately, it's kind of just holding myself accountable of course you have to stop sometimes like and just take a moment like this day I'm not going to work on my podcast I am going to go do something else especially when it doesn't necessarily make you money like it can't always consume you and it it can take a lot of your time but you also need to balance everything else that still matters but I set a goal like I need this episode this day if I think I'm getting too overwhelmed I need to figure out what makes sense for what I'm trying to grow to do that and give myself that time, give myself that space, but not give up on what I'm doing. It's hard. It's a lot of talking to myself. Yes. And I found a way yes. to do that with someone else, basically. Totally. Text me anytime. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite yeah. thing, which I've never really told anyone, but like when I go to the bathroom, I just pretend I'm in a group and like these invisible people, like we are just in like a therapy sesh. And like, I have this fake person that's just like, okay, so who wants to talk today? And then I take on my own role and I go, I'll go next. So today I'm feeling pretty good. Um, Today I had a podcast interview. Like, I don't know why, but I just like reflect and I have my moment and I think yeah. about how I'm feeling. And that's just my <laughs> way that I do it. So. Well, since you gave a little confession, I'll give one of mine too. When I'm in the car, and there's music playing sometimes, I'll talk to myself out loud, like I'm being interviewed and how I would answer certain questions. Um, Not like for ours, but like just when the time comes and maybe I'm on ET, I don't know. Maybe I'm on (laughs) E! News, I don't know. It's going to happen. But I know how to answer those questions. Yeah. Oh, I do that too. Or I'm just like pretending to walk onto a stage, like welcoming Amanda, whatever. I'm like, hi everyone. Yeah, so I'm the host. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Or like a lot of like, hi, everyone. It's Tash. Welcome back to the Tea with Tash podcast. Like I want to die. And every time um, I just recently got like comfortable with doing Instagram stories or like highlights and stuff like that. And every time it's like, hi, guys, just wanted to pop in and say, hey, and thank you so much for your support. Yes, this sweater is from, you know, whatever. Yeah. So many of you have been asking. Yeah. And like, in reality, like not one person has asked <laughs> I would be the person to be like, listen, nobody asked, but I'm going to tell you where this sweater is from. (laughs) Um, Let's just talk about maybe one last thing and then we'll sign off for today. Okay. I know a good thing that we should end end off on is what people can expect in the future for our podcasts. Ooh. Okay. You go first. Okay. (laughs) My goal from the beginning before I launched was to tackle basic issues, basic skills, basic knowledge of all kinds. So of course I want to just do basic stuff like home installation stuff, like putting up a shelf or like propping up a TV or whatever. Yeah, And then like car stuff, how to change a tire is one of the most popular requests. And really? Oh my God. So many people want car stuff, which is coming. Um, it was one of the things I was going to say. We're going to be doing the car episode finally. Car maintenance, um, financial Whoa. management is coming up. A lot of basic things, basic skills, basic stuff we wish we knew. I also have always wanted to touch on topics that were a little bit more challenging. I want to dedicate episodes to different races and religions. Um, I feel like Sometimes we just are so far behind understanding this stuff that 
we just don't want to. We're too afraid of it, like everything else I'm talking about. So that's something I do want to cover is those topics are a little bit more difficult. I try to keep my episode lighthearted. Some of them have to be a little bit more serious because I do want to do them. I think that would make us better people and kinder to each other, too, if we understood each other. So I want to do a little bit heavier topics and then just fun ones. Like I mentioned before, I want to do an episode on how to get on a reality show or, you know, how to grow a following on social media and just things that like we wish we knew, but we don't learn it, you know. Um, So those are my goals with the content, and that's what you guys can expect, and that's what I'm working on. That is so cool. I wish mine was half as cool. Oh, stop. Um, For mine, I don't know. Honestly, I'm just really easygoing. Like, whatever comes to me, that's what I work with. I have a couple really cool episodes coming up, one of them being with a really cool um, femininity project. Um, So we're going to chat with her next week about all of that and what she does. And just like whatever comes to me, I try not to plan too far in advance because I'm kind of a stress planner. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, Um, when I have something in my head, I get really caught up about it and it takes over my entire life. So I try to just go like every two weeks, I'll kind of have it figured out just for like content planning and all that sort of stuff. I'm just loving what we're doing and I don't care what I do or how I do it. Just as long as if I'm doing it, I'm happy. That's a really good point right there. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of like Um, Like, it was hard for me to find a niche for this podcast. Like, even starting the tea of the week, I find that I still haven't grasped that yet. Um, I would love for more, like, follower interaction where, like, people email me their tea or stuff like that. Um, So come the new year, I'm hoping to start a couple new segments. I'm hoping to do maybe one, maybe two episodes a week if I have time. Yeah, I would love to have more than one episode a week. I absolutely cannot do that right now. But you will, maybe one day. One day. That and certain social media content that I wanted to make, like me trying things more and like probably failing at them. One of the things I did before I fully launched my podcast was I had people follow along the story of me trying to grow my own palm tree. And so many people randomly would ask me, hey, how's your palm tree doing? And the ultimate ending, um, if you guys want me to just tell you what happens, it went missing. Oh, Someone actually stole it. Or threw it out oh when I wasn't looking. I'm not sure. It was in a pot. It wasn't like yeah. in the ground. But it was That's like people hilarious. watching me like take the seeds and try to grow it. And we struggled to even bother reading the directions. So I want to yeah. do more like that. But it's like I don't have time. I like wish I, I know. did and I don't. Yeah. And I think like my stuff, like what I want to do with this podcast is more stuff that I need to get more comfortable with. Like TikToks and Reels. And like later on, I'm going to try like styling a these clothes that I bought like and hauling them and seeing how people like it and obviously tagging the store and stuff like that like I kind of want to go into a more influencer stage but Mm -hmm. I also don't want to be like hi everyone and welcome back to my channel like I don't want to be like that I want it to just be real and raw content fun and flirty or serious or sad I just want it to be all of those things in one place Mm -hmm. and just if anybody else is as beautiful as a mess as I am, like, feel free to come on over because I'm just a tornado in the making. So join me on the ride or not. <laughs> I think this is a good segue then to sharing how people totally. can connect with you and where they can find your podcast and where you are on social media. Yeah, so you guys can find me on Instagram at Tea with Tash Podcast. Um, and then that's really my only platform. I guess, well, you could find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. 
um, to attach, rate, review, subscribe. And I genuinely love feedback. So if someone goes through all my episodes and you guys are finding that I'm doing something totally weird and you have a better suggestion, DM me. Like there's nothing I love more than feedback, especially if I sound like a loser on something. Or if I'm just completely uneducated and you are, let me know. I would love to just learn something. You make a really good point with wanting the feedback. Yes. Because it shows that people are listening enough that they have formed an opinion. And it frustrates me because every week I'm like, you guys tell me your tea and like, like, tell me your freaking tea. Like what's going on in your life? Like, it's (laughs) like, I just want to know. I want to give my opinion to you. I don't know if you want it, but I'll give it to you anyways. You know what I mean? And I'm just ready to take all of that and just do whatever I can to make this work and to possibly make it like a profiting quote business Mm -hmm. because I love it so much. And I know that sounds really like YouTube-y and I don't want to sound like that, but I genuinely love this platform Mm -hmm. and I genuinely love talking to people. And like I mentioned a million times this episode, learning. I used to hate learning. Like for anybody who knew me before, I would just literally tune out. And for me now to have this perspective now of like, wow, that's a really cool perspective. Like, how did you get to that? I like to know that A to B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but tell us where we can find you and how we can kind of keep up with what you're up to. Sure. So yeah, same deal with where, how did I get this far? It can be found Apple, Spotify, iHeart, pretty much anywhere that you can find podcasts. You should be able to search, how did I get this far? And then for social media, look, I've tried every single platform, so you can probably find How Did I Get This Far on every social media platform almost. Um, but the one I, I spend the most time on is Instagram, which is at How Did I Get This Far Pod, and um, a Facebook page, which is How Did I Get This Far. Uh, I also am on Twitter, but Lord, I do not know how to use Twitter. I just cannot get my grasp on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm struggling with TikTok. So let me know when you figure that out. I just, just got into TikTok. Let me tell you, I love TikTok. I save a lot of my how-tos to share on my Instagram from there. And I've actually had some amazing guests from TikTok. So it's a great yeah. resource. But yeah, if, uh, down the road, I plan on utilizing that. That's one of my goals with what I was saying before about my content is that this is that's such a great platform for sharing tips and skills and hacks. Totally. Yeah. So just new goals everywhere. Yeah, all around. But thank you so much for doing this with me. And I love how much fun we've had. And I think this is a friendship that I'm really excited to start. Yay. So. You know, it's so funny. One of my favorite moments in life is when you feel like you just made a new, like, great friend. And yeah. everyone just got to hear it happen. <laughs> my other best friend, Sabrina, is going to be like, hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> She's not replacing me. Yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to keeping up with you and your podcast and everything you have going on. And we're definitely going to do another episode. I would love it. We could totally do a follow-up, see how we did with these goals we've mentioned, yes. the struggles that we've had and how we've grown from them. Absolutely. That would be amazing. Yes. Oh, my God. So exciting. Okay. Well, we'll chat with you later. Okay. And I hope you guys liked our episode. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> and that's it. This episode marks the end of season one of How Did I Get This Far? We will return for season two with some of the most requested basic skills as well as some fun topics very soon. In the meantime, start your own podcast and use Podcave to plan, publish, and promote it. Use the link in the show notes to start free. Well, that's as far as we will get for now. I'm Amanda Ogan. Thanks for listening.